0: Shazia Dean.
1: How you doing? Freezing. Oh my gosh.
0: Freezing. Is
1: it cold in LA?
0: Yes, I mean cold relatively.
1: What's like, this temperature?
0: Like 50s, 60s. It's
1: 30, it's in the 30s here. Is it really? Yeah, it's gonna go down to like 17 on Tuesday.
0: What is your go-to temperature in the house?
1: um i like it at 70. wow there's, really there's conflict in the house stewart likes to sleep at like s- between 65 and 68. Mm. i like 70 to 73. depends
0: just like pakistan
1: you know i gotta keep it real
0: how I'm about
1: you of my roots what about you
0: um I think I like it more on the hotter side. I don't like being cold. Yeah. Like-
1: We're not built for that. They see people aren't built for the cold. Imagine, do you, I mean, when you lived in New Hampshire, like, were you shoveling snow? How did that go?
0: Yeah, you know what's funny? Like, I grew up in New Hampshire. I never thought about the cold at all. Like, you kind of just adapt to it. Like, ignorance is bliss. And then when I left New Hampshire, and then I went back years later. I was like, I'm freezing. I can't take this. Yeah. So I, think, I think if you grow up in it, it's different.
1: Agreed. I think humidity might be the same.
0: Yeah. So if, if you grew up in like Alaska or the North Pole, like you were like an Eskimo, you'd be like, oh my God, I live in an igloo. It'd be totally normal for you.
1: Have you ever been in an igloo?
0: No. I'd like to Airbnb one possibly in the future.
1: Yeah, me too. That would be cool. Even (laughs) though we hate the cold, it's supposed to be warm in an igloo. It like traps the heat, right?
0: You know, I don't know. Um, That sounds right. I'm just gonna go with that, whatever you just said. That an igloo traps heat.
1: Maybe someone knows and they can let us know.
0: Do you think there's like homeless igloos, like homeless Eskimos with like cardboard (laughs) igloos?
1: I mean, do they make it? What do they make them out of? You would think homeless homeless people would all have homes if they could make igloos.
0: Yeah, it's true.
1: Are there homeless people in cold places where igloos are an option? That's another question I have, if anyone has an answer to that.
0: Well, these, these are the universe's unanswered questions that... To perhaps be explored in a, in a Netflix documentary.
1: And do only little, like shorter, like vertically challenged people live in igloos, or are igloos something you crawl into, or are they at like a six foot? Like, do they meet all the regulations from the fire department?
0: Yes. Who's going to sleep after after watching the first five minutes of this? I mean, these are the <laughs> things that nobody knows.
1: Nobody knows. Nobody cares to ask. I feel like we live in a world where people just accept what they're told and nobody asks. Nobody asks questions about igloos.
0: (laughs) Some groundbreaking stuff is being discussed today. I can already feel the, you know, most people venture into the Iowa caucuses or the Trump or abortion. We're touching upon igloos and midgets and igloos. What are they made well, out well,
1: of? Hey, 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 oh, hey! I sorry, did, I, didn't... I didn't call them that. I said, do only vertically challenged people.
0: It's good to know.
1: It's a blanket term. It yeah. makes It's an inclusive term for people who live in smaller igloos. If there is different, if there are certain different sizes of them.
0: So like a bigger igloo than like a, like a tinier igloo? Yeah, I don't
1: know, I feel like in my mind, I remember, like I grew up watching Chili Willy the Penguin, it's a cartoon on, oh, yeah. when I was little, and he was a tiny penguin who lived in a smaller igloo. So in my mind, it's either smaller humans or little penguins. That well,
0: live. you can go even further, like, do, are there like dog houses made out of igloos, like little ice cubes for like, dog houses? Ooh. you
1: think you'd have to have one for your dog. If you love your pet, you would give them one. If you don't love your pet, then you let them sleep out in the snow.
0: You even have a dog. Maybe you have a walrus.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. I think in India, people, you know, like the other countries, people have exotic pets that we wouldn't have in America. Like people have bears as pets in India. That's what, my, <laughs> that's what my dad told me. He said he had a neighbor who had a bear, like on a leash, and he will walk it.
0: You know, you know what's funny though? I'm being dead serious. I live in Florida, and one time we went to the zoo, my mom was like, Oh, there's a zoo down there, like through We should go to the zoo. We're like, there's a zoo here. It was in somebody's backyard, and this guy just captured a bunch of animals and put them in cages. And it was like, it was like deer, and like there was actually a bear that he had and it's like stuff like this is clearly illegal. And we just like walked around this guy's backyard and he had like <laughs> things in cages. That's why like when you read about people having like alligators and stuff, it's like a normal thing where that, you know that uh, documentary that came out with that Tiger tiger King guy. Uh,
1: Carol Baskins is in Florida with her, like whatever she calls it, rescue, her tiger rescue.
0: Yeah, so people have this, this is a, a reality.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess. I'm not interested in exotic pets, are you?
0: I am in theory. Like when I see like these TikToks, like I saw a TikTok and there was like a feral cat and it was like this wild, it was between like a lynx and like a bobcat or something. And I was like, oh, that's cool to have this little cat running around. And then the cat was like really protective and it was like, you're like, oh my God, this cat's gonna rip your throat. It's like, oh my God, maybe it's not wise to have a cat like that.
1: Yeah, no, animals are animals. I mean, unless they're bred to be, well, you know, fancy cats, guilty, they're cats. They're going to rip your stuff up. They're going to, you know, you need to play with them. You can't just have them. So I would think a cat like that would require a lot of area to play in so that it could exercise its wild side. And, you know, you'd need to, it would be a lot of, upkeep which is why it doesn't appeal to me it's because i don't have that kind of time
0: how many cats do you have two they don't require any time
1: they're persian cats they sleep all day
0: (laughs) i'm filtering my thoughts i'm trying not to say stuff uh persian cats that sleep all day because that's interesting because persians are pretty hard workers
1: oh yeah true not 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 in the cat kingdom they're not at all I have lots of cats. I've been a cat person. You know, I was on that crazy documentary called my cat from hell.
0: No. What, what, is, what is my cat from oh my hell? Gosh.
1: We had that. Do you remember Bowie? Do you remember my, well, you remember me when I had Pandora and Christmas and everyone called Christmas Blanco Diablo. Cause he was, he would attack people. And then I had Bowie who was the same breed. Cause I was trying to replace Christmas and he was biting my kids. He was a wild cat. He needed the time and the space to be exercised. They wanted me to build all these like shelves so he could creep around on around the house. And he needed to be up high and look down low. And so I called the show. I was like, "Listen, I think like my, my cat's a nightmare, and my husband's going to make me get rid of it if it doesn't stop biting my kids." And in, you know, in true Hollywood form. They came out and they made Stuart and I look like the crazy people, not the cat. Really? That's hilarious. Um, oh my gosh, I got so much uh negative fan mail. But I'm like, you know what? That it was no matter how they painted it, that cat was attacking us. I'm a cat person. I, I have cats now. They're great. I love them. But yeah.
0: Do they sound like a cat whisperer to come over your house? And...
1: Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: And yeah, forget
1: his name. He's got the big must. Uh, He's on Animal Planet. I can't think of his name.
0: Did he cure your cat?
1: No. No, we had to rehome the cat. Uh, we had to rehome the cat. It wasn't a match for us.
0: He just gave up. He was like, uh, you know what? We can't do anything. Um, you guys have I, I
1: put up all the shelving. We played with him a half hour a day. But he saw my kids, I think, as his competition. And I think he genuinely just didn't like the kids. And so, you know, I found a home where it was a woman in Silver Lake who worked from home and stayed home all day and had no other animals and had no children. She was a perfect candidate for Bowie. And she took him? She took him.
0: And Bowie ended up killing her weeks yeah. later.
1: Yes, but <laughs> by that time I had nothing to do with any of uh, it.
0: Do you want to plug this docu series? Like, where, where can we watch Shazia Shazia's Cat Adventures on TV? I
1: don't know. It's just my cat from hell. I don't. I don't even know what season I was on. It was years ago. This is pre-COVID. Feels like a lifetime ago. Anything before COVID.
0: Maybe there's a a movie in there somewhere, like a like a Stephen King movie.
1: Where what did we do before COVID?
0: No, no, by your cat. Oh! <laughs> your cat, your nightmare cat, <laughs> and that like, kills people, and, and you just want to rehome it. I just,
1: yeah. Yeah, what ha- yeah. I I do love my cats, though, but there's certain animals that belong in nature, not, not in people's homes. Sorry, guys! Sorry!
0: You know, I used to have there was this I used to work in an agency and I used to walk this one dog every day. I, I there's like the shelter right next next to the agency. So during my lunch hour, I go walk this dog. And it brought me so much peace of mind to have this dog. It was always excited to see me. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna adopt this dog. And, Cause I was like, I have a job now. I was like, I can figure this out. And then one time I I went back to the shelter and it was gone. <laughs> Somebody took the dog. And I was like, oh, I guess that's that. So
1: well, I think the right dog finds its person always mm. so when there there's a dog out there for you and you're ready again, your dog will find you, just you know, in a similar way, where you're like, "I wasn't even looking for a dog, and then blah 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 happened.
0: Or were you looking for your cats?
1: no, the so the, well, the second one I was, but the first one I got from a shelter and Uh, the the ones I have currently I've had lots of cats that have lived I mean I had a cat that lived twenty my our family cat lived 23 or 24 years oh my god
0: that's a long time isn't it a
1: very long time but you know we spoil our cats they live a good life my cats eat good they have scrambled eggs they have like pumpkin puree I give them raw chicken right and you know
0: I'm I'm definitely allergic to cats, so I think your cat would end up killing me in some.
1: So was my husband, but I just trapped him for like three (laughs) months. And he was like very, very sick for like three months. Every day he was taking allergy pills. And then his body like regulated itself to not have the cat allergy anymore. So (laughs) just look at the human body is amazing. It'll adapt, so... If I trapped you in a room with a cat for three months, I promise you would get over your allergy.
0: <laughs> you should not be a doctor.
1: I, I mean, unless you have some autoimmune disorder that keeps you from like you know what, antibodies.
0: You are deathly allergic to cats. So here's the solution. We're gonna trap you in this room with this cat for the next three months.
1: Doesn't that one sound you, One yeah. of you will
0: come out alive.
1: I mean, not to be controversial, but isn't that technically what vaccines are? Like, here you go. You don't want this, but we're going to give it to you in a smaller form, and you're going to build an antibody to it, and then you'll be fine forever. It's a very similar concept.
0: <laughs> <Shotsy>. No. <laughs> this is Texas speaking. <laughs> The great state of Texas. Tra- trapping people in rooms and cats and, you know, you you could be onto something because, you know, my brother's a cat and, and every time I go there, it's less. I, I was really sick. And then, but I'm also like hyper aware though. So I don't know if I'm like subconsciously keeping my distance from the cat. So.
1: No, if you have an allergy, just because the dander is everywhere. It's not about being next to the cat. It's about being in a room that a cat has been in. So you probably are building a, a good immunity to it. You should go over there more often.
0: Do you feel like like when you got married, because like, I'm not married, like you would like compromise, like stuff like that, like cats and stuff. And Because I have a friend who had a dog, who got a dog and her husband, her husband was allergic to the dog. And she was like, well, we're getting the dog. And I feel like there's a lot of, more so the guys to compromise for the, to the wife, to be honest with you.
1: You know, I think it took a few years before I was like, no, we're gonna try this, but I'm always open. Like, let's just try it. Like even moving to Texas, I was like, that was not my idea. You know, I have a career, a life. I spent my whole life in California, Mm -hmm. but I was like, all right, well, if it doesn't work in a year, we'll just move back. Like nothing is permanent. You know, I feel like you gotta take risks and try things in life because you can always go back to the way it was usually. Depends.
0: No, you're you're absolutely right. I always think about that because sometimes I don't want to live in LA anymore. But I'm like, where where else would I go? The only place I wanna, I that seems like very new to me is Hawaii. Like this seems totally different. But then I ran it by my dad, and he's like, No, there's a lot of crime there. <laughs> you're gonna die. And I was like, Oh, really?
1: once on the island you're on, but yeah, I think you would blend in. You know where I want to move, and I've been researching lately. Sure. Gonna go back to the igloo thing. Iceland. Wow. Iceland.
0: Oh, <laughs> Iceland. Why?
1: I read that it's one of, or it's the most safest place to live, and the healthcare is amazing. The uh, the schools are phenomenal. The education is good. Like there's zero crime. I don't know. So I started looking at houses in Iceland a couple weeks ago, and my kids were like, "Are you moving us to Iceland?"
0: Well, are you that scared of crime in Texas? Isn't Texas pretty safe? Everybody's armed in Texas, right? Aren't your kids like running around with with guns and stuff?
1: My kids running around with guns,
0: Uh, no. No, but isn't it, um, my point is, isn't Texas a safe state to live in?
1: I think it all depends on where in Texas you are. And yes, it does feel safer knowing that people are not just armed, but they're trained in how to be armed, at least in some, in most parts of Texas, where if you're in a restaurant or in a public place, you know that if there was gonna be an active, you know, person coming, trying to do bad stuff, that there would be so many people that could take that person down the second they even pulled something out. So there is some peace in that, but you know, it's controversial.
0: I mean, I feel like you're safer in Texas then. Iceland, you know, because who's going to have a gun or a bag of ice? There's throw-
1: nothing happening. It's like, who has beef with Iceland? Who? What country is like, oh my gosh, those Icelandic people, like, screw them, screw their policies. Like, what What policies or politics do you hear about? People are like, oh, Iceland? Ew, no. I don't think anybody wants anything to do with Iceland. I've never even heard anyone talk about it, so I was like, maybe that's where I want to go. And if the aliens were to like land, like they're saying, like Iceland, they want to like know about people in LA, celebrities or like people in Vegas. Why are you gambling? Like, what is this all about?
0: Well, people don't know. You actually lived in Switzerland, right? I, yeah. What was that like?
1: That was, well, I live very close to CERN, which is energetically has...
0: What is Stern? I don't know what, what Stern is.
1: CERN? CERN is where the, um, that's where they do all those experiments where they're trying to find the God particle in that giant collider. Oh, look, I'm sweating. In that giant collider. <laughs> I
0: don't even know what that is. So- You don't
1: know, you don't know about the experiments they are doing in CERN. They did the big no. Shiva, they did the Shiva ceremony on the rooftop.
0: Cause I feel, I I feel like you have that, um, life experience already. Like you've lived like in different places, like Switzerland and Iceland and, or, um,
1: I haven't, I haven't lived in, I lived in Blaine, Washington, like Vancouver. I lived in Switzerland for a little bit. Um, I think that was at a time where I didn't have children. I didn't, my Stuart and I weren't married yet. And I don't think I was quite done leaving LA. I still like, like we talked about last time, you're like, oh, do you miss the lifestyle right now? No, but back then, yeah, I did. I had to get back.
0: I, I, I'm dead serious because I feel like uh, I feel like life is so short. And um, yeah, but then I was, I, was, I get bored wherever I am. Like I get bored, it doesn't matter. It's like having a job. You're like, oh, this is a good job or a relationship. Like this is a cool new relationship. But then after a while, it like wears off. You're like, mm, this is the same shit over and over again. You know, Are you so-
1: always craving the next new thing?
0: Uh, I think so. Sometimes I am. Like I know I do that with clothes sometimes. Like I'll be like, oh my God, I gotta and I feel like it's my modeling days, my like you know you cry on these nice clothes all the time and you're like, Oh my god, this is so cool. And I'm, I'm not really modeling like I used to. So I'm like now I like I'll buy like random shit. I'm like, and you have that dopamine rush, like when you have like a package comes and you're like, Oh my god, I'm gonna get this thing and that's sitting in my closet. I'm like, what am I gonna wear this shit? And look at me, I'm dressed like a, a hobo right now. Like I'm not even wearing nice clothes now. But I have that excitement to like it's like the Amazon thing, right?
1: So you have a closet that's full of clothes that you don't necessarily wear and you stick and you end up going for the same exact things. Well not, I, you're keeping the new stuff pristine. Well, I, always, I,
0: I always throw one thing away when I get something new. So I'm always like giving away okay. <laughs> that's
1: I'm very similar. That's why I ask. I give away a lot of stuff, and then I'm like, "Oh, I need that." But I'm a, I like thrifting, and I like vintage, and so at least I'm in that recycle. Like I feel good about like the fact that I'm constantly giving, and then I'm taking, and it's you know, I have certain friends where we exchange clothes, and it's just a good, it's a good little system. I
0: can't imagine you in a thrift sh- in a thrift shop for some reason. I Me. Know- yeah. I don't know why I can't imagine you going through uh, Walmart thrift shop right up in the back. Like, Oh my God, is this is a sale for sale. I can't imagine you doing that. I don't know why.
1: Hey, 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 I didn't say Walmart. I just, but I do go to the, I go to the Goodwill, especially if I'm in a town that like, I feel like, Ooh, there's going to be some treasures. Like <clears throat> I was just in Midland, Texas a couple weeks ago. I stopped into the Goodwill there. I got so many great things. I got a cat backpack.
0: (laughs) You get bored in Texas, honestly. I mean, are you just like, what am I doing here in Texas sometimes? No. Never? No. Wow. No. That's incredible.
1: I mean, I'm not a spring chicken anymore, Tharun. I, you know, I think like, it's also made me, I think in LA too, we're always like being in the entertainment industry, you're like chasing youth or you're chasing something. You're not, you don't even know what you're chasing sometimes. And coming here, I'm like, oh, I can rest. I can calm down. I don't need to chase anything. I don't have to look young, stay young. I don't like, I can just exist. And that's been Really healthy for me emotionally.
0: Wow. That that's because I was living in Florida and I'd get like, God, I need more. I need more stimulation for some reason. I think I'm just like a coke addict or something. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, well, <laughs> and then it drives you crazy. But like, it's like this yin and yang, like like necessary evil. It's weird. Like it makes you addicted to shit out here. Like that stimuli.
1: Yeah.
0: What You're I right. do. I'm not, I mean, I don't be right, but like, you know, I'll do, I'll go to this coffee shop like next door and it's like literally like five bucks, six bucks for a coffee, wasting so much money going there. I've been going there for years. People are like, why do you go there? I'm like, I'm going there just to like be part of the energy of like this coffee shop and just talk to people and just, you know, it's almost like a jolt of like my personality. Cause otherwise I'm just secluded Like, 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 I don't know, Henry, what's his name? That millionaire guy, billionaire who like, Hang out. He wouldn't come out out of his room. We'd like slip notes. What is was the name? I forget. The guy in his twenties. Um, will come to me later. But I feel like that sometimes, where I'm just like secluded. So when I leave my place, so that's why I feel like LA. It's like generally wherever you go, you're always like just in this like shit storm.
1: LA very much has that, and I think you know I'm a mom, and I have I'm very busy with my kids. Oh right. I'm a wife, and I have. these things i need to do for the house and the kids and work that i feel like i could even go slower and more like i live in a pretty like fun little town in texas i almost feel like i can move to the countryside and live on a ranch at this point like mentally
0: or the north pole huh or the north pole
1: or the north pole do you know people are not allowed to fly over the North and South Pole? you get shot down out of the sky.
0: No, I know that.
1: Yeah, we we're not allowed to know what's there.
0: See, I don't think people realize that Shazia has this whole um, conspiracy side of what experience and living. <laughs> See, people don't know this. Is, this is this is a side I think fans would would love to know. You know that. She's actually just some wacko
1: in Texas. Wow, maybe, maybe on <laughs> a conspiracy side, I have an open mind, and I, right. I have a curious mind, and so I'm open to anything that someone sends me to be like, okay, well, let's check this, let's see, you know, someone told me, hey, you know, they're doing crazy things in the North and South Pole. I was like, come on let me check it out. I'll get a flight up there. And no, they were, I mean, like, I don't know what they're doing, but I know that people can't go up there. Like you have to have super high government clearance, like Antarctica. Uh, I know there's like random cruises that go there and take people there, but like, generally speaking, you can't just go.
0: Did you ever go to, uh, what is that? Um, Silo Roswell, isn't there what is it?
1: That's in New Mexico. Mexico? No. Why would I go there?
0: I don't know. It was when you were in your LA, like you can just drive out there and just. No, safe.
1: I used to go to the Integratron, which is the, those two NASA scientists that discovered the vortex that was happening in Joshua Tree and they built a dome over it and it's like a naturally occurring vortex and they do like sound baths and yoga classes and hippy dippy retreat things there from my old days of being super into that stuff. But that place is neat.
0: Did you go by yourself, but with like a boyfriend?
1: Um, I went with my husband,
0: your husband. You were like, Hey, let's go on a trip to integrity, integrity.
1: I'd
0: "I'd rather go to Vegas. You're like, Nope
1: no we're doing yeah.
0: a sound bath <laughs> oh my god see this is why i can't be in a relationship i swear to god if a girl said that to me we have to go take a sound bath in integratron i'd be like all right you know there's the door have fun i'm gonna oh, go
1: gosh. sarun one week later you're gonna be there calling me being like dude i should have done this sooner
0: i don't even know what a sound bath is i'll be honest with you like i don't know what that means
1: it's the singing bowls where there's oh, yeah, I know that. created like certain giga, gigahertz, like kind of mess with your brain waves in different ways. Did you watch the world we left behind that new movie?
0: No, it's on my my queue of movies to watch.
1: Oh, we can't talk about it. Okay, but what? That- <laughs>
0: no, no, I'm kidding. I'm not on my queue at all. I don't even know what that is. What is what is it?
1: Oh, it's that movie about where the grid goes down and they start blasting this. Well,
0: uh, oh, I did see it with Julia Roberts.
1: Yeah, and they blast that frequency sound that starts making everyone sick.
0: I did see it. I did see. It. I didn't. I didn't know what the title of that movie was. I just started watching it. Um,
1: yeah, that's scary. That could be real. That could legit happen.
0: If it does happen, I just want to be one of them. I just want to die early. I don't want to be survivor.
1: You don't have a bunker. You're not trying to.
0: No, bunker. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I have like three bottled waters in my apartment. I've got a box of Cheerios.
1: You're not a prepper. You're not prepared. Oh. Me neither.
0: See, but I feel like Texas is better suited to, uh, for like disasters like that. I feel like, I honestly feel like that. People in like rural states are just better off. Like know how to, they're more in tune with life versus like I, if if something goes down here, I'm gonna go to get a biscotti at the coffee shop. You know, like there's no biscotti. It's, this is you're still.
1: gonna yeah. You would be the first to go because you're worried about the biscotti at your coffee shop. You would. You don't have to worry. I'm pretty sure you'd be
0: in yeah, the first yeah.
1: round of people. Yeah.
0: yeah. My cat allergies. My I wear glasses sometimes. You know, so like, I'm just handicapped.
1: Yeah, if you can be killed by a ki- being in the same room as a cat, yeah, I don't, I don't know that we need your <laughs> your lineage to continue. Sorry, Tharun.
0: No, it's okay. I mean, it's probably not going to continue at this rate, anyways.
1: <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> the, the, but there's a book called called The Road. Uh, you should really check it out, and it's really about uh, it's about about that about these. A father and son and they're uh they're trying to survive. Um and it's literally like this dystopian life.
1: I like those movies. I'm like, wait, what what would I do in that situation? Like I would A turn into a bad ASS and then I would defend my family.
0: I see I, I seriously, I, I do think like this is where like family is important because you would do anything to keep your kids alive, right? I mean, so everything
1: is for my kids. It's not for me. My yeah. whole world exists now for my children.
0: Yes, it's, that, that's what we're different. Because, like, I there's nothing for me to live for essentially. So you actually have your kids to, you know, go out and forge berries and stuff. Like I will
1: forge berries. Yes, and get all day long.
0: I and, do and hunt, hunt soap and shampoo so they they're clean.
1: I, yeah, I can make that stuff. I think it's important to know how to survive without having to buy things at a store.
0: (laughs) You could really do that, honestly. You could survive without buying things at a store.
1: I mean, if I was equipped, if I lived on my ranch, you know, and I had chickens and I had goats and I had some cows, so I knew how to make, you know, then I can make butter, I can make soap, I can make food if I like what
0: can you start a fire
1: with the yeah. right tools with sticks I think I could maybe with like a prism or a mirror and maybe
0: paper. <laughs> not that have you ever started a fire with a prism <laughs> this isn't a a tv show Shazia
1: I personally have not but I yeah. think if I needed to and it was a dire situation I would figure it out I think I could figure anything out if if the situation was right, don't you?
0: No, I, I I'm you know I did this thing called Outward Bound in high school where they send you in, to woods with like a bunch of kids to like camp during winter time. Called
1: your mom the first day. Mm-hmm.
0: No, so I didn't I didn't do that. I couldn't. There was no cell phones back then. I'm that old, but they give you like rations of food, right? So you go out with like groups of seven, right? And you start out with like. You know, well, the whole junior class went out, and they, they break you up in the groups of seven and you have food. And I remember I stole more food from my group just because <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to They spend, you spend three days by yourself, like a, you know, in the woods and you got to like tie flags up outside your tree to make sure you're alive so people can like check up on you. And I was going crazy. I was like, and it was like probably pretty easy, but it was like February, it was really cold. And I just remember thinking, man, I am not cut off with this. This is horrible.
1: Wait, how old were you?
0: Sixteen.
1: That's really neat that you got to do that at sixteen.
0: Oh, I'm very spoiled.
1: I mean, I think that should be a requirement.
0: You can still do it. I mean, look, you can do it tomorrow. Go go in the middle of the woods tomorrow with some peanut butter and some flags.
1: <laughs> no, not me. I
0: yeah. think
1: that children could learn a lot from just just a little reality check of like. Look yeah. at all the amazing things you have around you and how comfortable your life is and be grateful for the small things. I think that, you know, what's funny is I was watching Skater Girl, which is a Bollywood film. Have you seen it on Netflix? It's
0: on my queue after. It's
1: really, really good. Yeah. And my youngest daughter, who's 10, like they were showing a village in India in Rajasthan that's very poor. Mm. And she's watching it. And in the first scene, the girl pulls up in a car. And and Aurora's like, mommy, they had cars back then? I said, back then? This is right now. People live like this right now. This isn't olden times. There are people who are very poor. You are such a lucky little girl. Like, you have no idea what other people are going through. And so I realized in that moment that I need to show her how other people live so she could be more grateful for what she has. I think sending them out in the woods for three days and being like, food doesn't come from a grocery store. It it comes from earth. Someone is picking these berries somewhat like it's important. I've only taken them to the ice cream factory out here. They're like, Oh, wow. Ice cream is made like this. I'm like, Wow, I need to show them way more.
0: Send them to Rajasthan for a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, maybe. Maybe not. But <laughs> I would love. I would love to live on a, a ranch or a farm. Really? I would. I, I would.
0: I think you're saying some stuff that in reality it might not be uh I'm telling you. I, I was the same way. And look, being serious, like I'm always like, I'm gonna move to Wisconsin or some log cabin and just write. And then when I move there, I'm like, I'm bored out of my mind. Again, I need like stimuli. Even though I'm kind of like
1: a person with you, Dharam, that's what you need. You need a homie. A homie or a homegirl. Homie.
0: (laughs) It's so funny. Uh you do you go crazy. Like, Like that's why people were getting divorced during COVID, you know, but they were like secluded with their significant other. Like, you need you need other people than just your homie and home girl.
1: Yeah, you need a tribe.
0: Yeah, a tribe. Well, like when a... I
1: say I want to move to a farm, I mean, I want to move to a community of people who have, like, you know, that are like-minded, that have other farms, where maybe I have the bees, you know, and they have the whatever, the quails, and the other person has the, you know, so we're like, it's a, what is it? Like a homestead community. A cult I wasn't going to say that, but I think maybe that it could be similar to what you're just what you're saying in, in description, but no, not a. all. You,
0: you described Heaven's Gate. And were those people, they like are wearing like Nikes and they like all kill themselves.
1: Oh, in San Diego?
0: Oh, in like Texas. Wasn't it in Texas?
1: No, I think you're thinking of the Waco, Texas ones. Were they Heaven's Gate?
0: David Koresh, is that his name?
1: I don't know enough, but yes, that was in Waco, Texas. I've read some weird stuff about that.
0: See, see, this is where Texas gets a, a blemish. And again, I'm not judging Texas, but like so much weird shit has happened in Texas, like cult stuff. and.
1: Well, look at the size of Texas. It's yeah. the largest piece of land in America. So it's going to have a lot more things happening. And, yep. you know, it's like China being... And My daughter, one of my daughters said, "Oh, mom, do you know that Mandarin is the number one most spoken language in the world? I'm like, yeah, because it's also where the most amount of people live in the world. So stats have, you know, there's different factors that go into it that you got to look at. You can't just take this stat at face value. Like, is there weird stuff happening in text? Well, yeah, it's just weird stuff happening everywhere. Yeah. I don't yeah. see it. But that's not to say, you know. I well, I did the I did a job up in Midland, Texas, and it took me eight hours to get to it. Eight mm. hours, mm. and I was still in Texas, in the middle of Texas. Like that's how big Texas is.
0: Yeah, I'm not faulting it. I think, uh, and anybody who joins a cult, I kind of get it. You know, at some point, you're like, you know, what, let me just change up my life a bit. And even if you join a cult, for even like a few months you can always get out of there
1: i think humans that join cults or gangs are looking for family we're tribal in nature we want people around us so when we feel lonely it we're subject to being falling into a gang or a cult because we want to belong somewhere so
0: it's it's kind of like doing a podcast yeah. We invite, we invite people into our audio cult.
1: <laughs> our audio cult so we can feel like we belong. I do feel like I, I said one on one of our last uh podcasts that I do feel creatively uh alone out here sometimes. We're in LA, there's actors everywhere and there's storytellers everywhere. And over here it's like, oh, where where, where do everybody go? <laughs>
0: Let's end them that. You know, that's that's a nice note. Like, if you want to be part of our family, please uh, watch us and come <laughs> back and watch. Shaz, anything, um, you, anything you want to add before we wrap up? Uh,
1: no, uh, no, I want to know if someone has the answer to the igloo.
0: Guys, please uh, let us know. Leave in the
1: comments or just drop us the line and we'll talk to you guys later. Thanks, Shaz. Yeah.